the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at Let's Talk Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Following is sponsored by Verse by Verse Ministries and is pre recorded. Second reason we know that the loss of salvation can't possibly be what Paul means by the phrase to fall from grace is because that would be completely foreign to the context of what he's been teaching the Galatians. You'd have to impose that on this, and that's not how to study and understand the Bible. Paul is not talking here about committing any moral sin. There's no, no mention of that. He's talking about the danger of abandoning the truth of salvation by grace for the Judaizers' message of salvation by circumcision. Paul wants the Galatians to know that if any of them should decide to abandon the message of grace for law, then this would mean that they have made their decision to reject Christ as their Savior, and in doing this, they would, watch this, fall away from grace as the way of salvation. Falling away from grace as the way of salvation. In other words, to fall from grace means not that you lose your salvation, but that you never had salvation in the first place, and have decided after hearing the message of the gospel to reject it and therefore to fall into the bondage of legalism as the basis of trying to be saved. That's what he's talking about. Falling from grace means you fall into legalism because you never truly trusted Christ to begin with. You are listening to Verse by Verse, a daily radio Bible study coming to you from Lakeside Community Chapel in Clearwater, Florida. Pastor Steve Kreloff is our teacher. He has been ministering at Lakeside since 1982. These Bible classes are an outgrowth of his years of expository or verse-by-verse preaching through the whole Bible. We know this study will be a blessing to you in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you are a skeptic about the Word of God, we hope that Steve will be able to answer some of the questions you may have about the Christian faith. Lakeside Community Chapel is located at 1893 Sunset Point Road, about halfway between U.S. 19 and the beaches. If you do not have a church home, Pastor Steve invites you to attend a service. Call the church office at 727-441-1714 for service times. The chapel also runs Lakeside Christian School one of the best K-12 Christian schools in the Tampa area. Students there get a Christian worldview, which they so desperately need in today's evolution-permeated educational system. You can call Lakeside Christian School at 727-461-3311 for more information. That's 727-461-3311. Today, Pastor Steve Kreloff will be bringing the middle part of a three-part message on maintaining our freedom in Christ. The main topic of discussion will be falling from grace. 
There is a lot of erroneous teaching in churches, on radio and TV, concerning this vitally important subject. Have your Bible open to Galatians chapter 5 and be ready to take notes. At the end of the class, I will tell you how you can obtain a CD of this study along with the previous one and the one to follow. Here now is Pastor Steve. Listen to these important words by Bible teacher and scholar Philip Ryken. He writes, if we accept circumcision, and you just add any modern counterpart to that, we are saying that we can keep the law for ourselves. But in that case, what do we need a savior for? He becomes completely unnecessary. Why would we need him to do for us what we can do for ourselves? Namely, keep the law. We cannot have it both ways. Justification is either by law or by grace, either by works or by faith. Either we can rely on observing the law or we can trust Christ alone to bear its curse on our behalf. But we cannot do both. With Christ, it is all or nothing. To receive him by faith is to admit that we cannot save ourselves at all. Now, the second danger that Paul points out to the Galatians about abandoning their freedom for religious slavery is that those who receive circumcision for the purpose of thinking that this will help to secure their salvation have made a grave, grave mistake, and one that is eternally fatal because they they are now obligated to try to live in perfect obedience to all of the Old Testament laws. Look, look at verse 3 again. And I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. In other words, what Paul is saying is that if you commit yourself to trying to work your way into heaven by something you have to do, then you are putting yourselves in bondage to trying to live perfectly. See, circumcision was, is just one of many Old Testament laws, and to live by, by one law for the purpose of self-justification meant that they had to live by all the laws because the standard for self-justification is perfection. Let me show you again, Galatians 3.10. For as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse, Why are we under a curse if you try to live by the law? Because it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. Anyone who thinks that they can do one single thing to earn their salvation is committing themselves to a lifetime of trying to live perfectly because that's the way that salvation by works, well, that's the way it works. Because God's standard for self-justification is perfection. And that's the problem, because no one can live or does live perfectly. And to try to live like that, it's not only enslavement, but it leads to eternal death, leads to hell. Now, this is where we left off, but in continuing to exhort the Galatians to maintain their liberty, there there is a third danger that Paul points out for any among them who, who might decide, they haven't yet, but they might decide to receive circumcision as the basis for their salvation. Remember, the Galatians were contemplating this. That's the whole point of the letter. Before you firmly commit yourself to the Old Testament laws for justification, let me try to persuade you, Paul says, not to do that. So this is a warning to them. He says in verse 4, you have been severed from Christ. You who are seeking to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. 
This has been one of the most misunderstood verses in the Bible. You see, there are some who have taken this verse, especially the phrase, you have fallen from grace, to mean that if you commit some horrific moral sin, then you will fall away from God's grace and you will lose your salvation. And many of you have probably heard that expression by someone falling away from grace used this way to describe someone who has sinned so badly that they have lost their salvation. Well, I want you to know that's not what Paul is teaching here at all. And we know this for two reasons. Number one, because the scripture is very clear that no one who places their faith in Jesus Christ will ever, ever lose their salvation. Jesus said in John chapter 6, the one who comes to me, meaning the one who comes to me for salvation, I will never cast out. Never. In John chapter 10, he said, my sheep hear my voice and they they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. I don't know how the Lord could have stated any clearer. In Philippians chapter 1 verse 6, he who began a good work in you will complete it, will perform it until the day of Christ Jesus. But let me show you a marvelous statement on this. Romans chapter 8. This is known by theologians as the doctrine of eternal security. Once you are in Christ, you are never cast out. You can never sin that away. Now, you may sin away the joy of your relationship with the Lord, but you can never sin to the point where he casts you out. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says this, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So what is his purpose? Verse 29, for those whom he foreknew, essentially that means who he chose, who he elected, who he's brought to himself. Those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son so that he would be the firstborn amongst many brethren. Anyone who has been chosen for salvation is destined by God to become like Christ. He's saying is anyone who's saved is going to make it all the way. They will be in his presence someday glorified. But notice this, verse 30. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And these whom he called, he also justified. And these whom he justified, notice this, he also glorified. Paul said that if you are saved, God has ordained it that you would be glorified. And he speaks of it as if it's in the past tense, but it hasn't happened yet. You and I have not been glorified yet. Then why did Paul say that? Because it's so, so certain. You can count on it. That's the point. So we know that Paul couldn't possibly be teaching the Galatians here in chapter 5 that they can lose their salvation by falling from grace because he teaches in other places that this is impossible and Scripture cannot contradict Scripture. Second reason we know that the loss of salvation can't possibly be what Paul means by the phrase to fall from grace is because that would be completely foreign to the context of what he's been teaching the Galatians. You'd have to impose that on this, and that's not how to study and understand the Bible. Paul is not talking here about committing any moral sin. There, there's no, no mention of that. He's talking about the danger of abandoning the truth of salvation by grace for the Judaizers' message of salvation by circumcision. Paul wants the Galatians to know that if any of them should decide 
to abandon the message of grace for law, then this would mean that they have made their decision to reject Christ as their Savior. And in doing this, they would, watch this, fall away from grace as the way of salvation. Falling away from grace as the way of salvation. In other words, to fall from grace means not that you lose your salvation, but that you never had salvation in the first place. And have decided after hearing the message of the gospel to reject it and therefore to fall into the bondage of legalism as the basis of trying to be saved. That's what he's talking about. Falling from grace means you fall into legalism because you never truly trusted Christ to begin with. Now, look again, please, at verse 4, and I want to point out to you several important points that Paul makes in this verse. It's a very significant verse. Let me read, read it to you again, verse 4. You have been severed from Christ, you who are seeking to be justified by law. You have fallen from grace. First of all, I want you to notice the apostles' choice of words here because they are significant. and They convey precisely what the Galatians needed to hear from the apostle. Notice that Paul describes falling from grace as being severed or cut off from Christ. The Greek word means to be separated or or to be loosed from. And in this case, it means to be separated and severed from having a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Now think about what the Galatians were actually contemplating. And you'll see why Paul worded this warning this way. The Galatians were considering undergoing circumcision, which is the surgical procedure of cutting off the male foreskin, as the basis for their justification before God. That's what this is all about. Now, Paul's choice then of words is very significant because he wants them to understand that if they proceed ahead with cutting off their foreskin for the purpose of trying to be justified, then they would, in essence, be cutting themselves off from Christ. In other words, if if they go ahead and and sever some skin, thinking that this will save them, they will be severing any hope of being saved by Jesus Christ. It is almost a play on words. In fact, it, it is somewhat a play on words. Listen, this is a strong warning from Paul to the Galatians, and it is a strong warning to any of us who are contemplating Christ and something else. Consider this very carefully. Anyone who, who, after hearing these messages in Galatians and being exposed to the precious truths of salvation by grace alone, if, if anyone like that is here understanding and even intellectually agreeing with it, as the Galatians did, if that person, after all of this, all that you've heard from these messages in Galatians, then decides to reject Christ as the way of salvation for a salvation by works, then that person, according to the word of God, is rejected by Christ, cut off, severed from him because they have irreversibly rejected him. This is the sin known as apostasy, which means a falling away, but it really is a deliberate and an ultimate turning away from Christ after knowing the truth about him and even mentally being convinced of its validity. According to the book of Hebrews, which offers several strong warnings to unbelievers in the midst of believers, that's, that's the only 
way to make sense of the book of Hebrews that the writer is writing to a community of Jewish people, some who had accepted Christ, but some who had not. And he offers strong warnings about don't fall back into Judaism. You've come this far. You know the truth about Jesus. You believe he's the Messiah. You've seen the empowering work of the Holy Spirit working in the lives all around you, showing you miracles and working in the lives of other people. After seeing all of that, do not reject Christ because in the words of Hebrews chapter 6, it is impossible then to renew them to repentance. Let me show you Hebrews chapter 6. This is often a misunderstood passage of scripture because some interpret this that the writer is telling true believers that they can lose their salvation. That's not it at all. That's not the context of the book. That's not the flow of the book. It's not the heart of the book. This is a warning passage to unbelievers. In its language, some think that he's talking to believers, but this is not the language that's ever used of believers. It's unbelievers. Notice verse four, for in the case of those who have once been enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit. It does not say the Holy Spirit is indwelling them. They've just partaken of, of a, seeing his power demonstrated. They've tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come and then have fallen away, meaning they've fallen back into legalism. It is impossible to renew them again to repentance since they again crucify to themselves the Son of God and put him to open shame. These Jewish people have been, have been enlightened by the Holy Spirit to the point where they did understand that Jesus is the Messiah. They, they didn't debate it. They didn't argue it. They believed it. And they even, according to this passage, tasted by experience the work of the Holy Spirit, not in their own lives, but in the lives of other believers. They also saw miracles. They also saw uh, the powers the power of the Spirit of God demonstrated. But after all of this, the writer says, if you decide to turn away from Christ, meaning salvation by grace, back to a religion, your former religion of legalistic Judaism, there's nothing more that the Spirit of God will do for you. He's through with you. He's already enlightened you. He's already convicted you of of sin. He's already shown you who Jesus is. He's already demonstrated his power. If at this point you reject Christ, then God's through dealing with you. You will not be renewed to repentance. It's not that it's not that that it's impossible in the sense that the Lord can do it. It is impossible in the sense that it is a form of judgment. You have rejected so much this is a form of judgment. Folks, this is precisely what Paul is warning the Galatians about. It is a warning to anyone who understands the true message of salvation by grace, but decides to turn away from it for what they perceive is the safety of works religion. So do not trifle with what you're hearing from Galatians. If God has brought you to Lakeside to hear these messages from Galatians, then act on what you know to be true, make sure that your trust is in Christ alone for your salvation and not yourself and not any of your works. Otherwise, you run the risk of being severed from Christ forever. Now, there's something else I want you to see from Paul's statement in verse 4. Notice how the apostle describes the action of these Galatians who would be severed 
from Christ. He speaks of them as those who, and I quote, are seeking to be justified by law. Notice that this is in the present tense. They are seeking, ongoing, which means that they have looked upon justification as an ongoing process, something that they were constantly trying to achieve before they died. That's precisely why salvation by works is slavery. And it's bondage because it is a laborious task that you can never rest from. Since it constantly drives you to always be doing something more to gain God's favor. But biblical justification by by faith is not a process, nor is it enslaving. True justification by faith in Christ takes place the very moment, the instant, You place your faith in Jesus alone for your salvation. You are then liberated from your labors of trying to impress God with your righteousness. See, justification literally is the act of God whereby he declares sinners who trust Christ for salvation legally righteous. That's what justification is. It is a declaration by God that Christ's righteousness of obedience to the law has been imputed to us. So you don't have to wait all of your your life hoping to achieve a righteous standing with God before you die, which is what many people try to do. You are declared righteous the moment you turn to Christ. You're liberated them from the bondage of trying to earn your way to heaven. Now, one final thought about Paul's warning in verse 4. We've already noted that to fall from grace means to to fall into the bondage of legalism. But there is another aspect of this fall that highlights the seriousness of what Paul is teaching here and the rejection of Christ for work salvation. Martin Luther, the the well-known German reformer, spoke of the eternal consequences of falling from grace. Here's what he said. For just as someone on a ship is drowned, regardless of the part of the ship from which he falls into the sea— So someone who falls away from grace cannot help perishing. The desire to be justified by the law, therefore, is shipwreck. It is exposure to the surest peril of eternal death. What can be more insane and wicked than to want to lose the grace and favor of God and to retain the law of Moses, whose retention makes it necessary for you to accumulate wrath and every other evil for yourself? Now, if those who seek to be justified on the basis of the moral law fall away from grace, where, I ask, will those fall who in their self-righteousness seek to be justified on the basis of their traditions and vows to the lowest depths of hell? Martin Luther said, where do they fall? They fall into hell and the lowest depths. So take heed to Paul's warning. These are some of his last warnings in this book. And they are for us. There are eternal consequences to the bondage of work salvation. Yes, there are eternal consequences to the decisions we make about believing or not believing the clear words of the Bible and of Jesus Christ himself. I hope you've made that decision to believe what God has said concerning his son, Jesus Christ, and to accept the pardon and forgiveness that is freely offered. Trying to earn your way to heaven through your own good deeds and behavior is not only impossible, but it is such a heavy load to carry because you're never sure if you've done enough. Better to trust in the finished work of Christ on the cross. Admit that you are a lost sinner, ask Jesus Christ to save you, and accept the free gift of eternal life he offers freely to anyone who comes to him in faith. 
He stands with arms open to you now. Tomorrow, He may be your judge. Call verse by verse if you have any questions about God's plan of salvation. The phone number is 727-239-0306. That's 727-239-0306. Thanks for listening to today's Bible class. You can listen to it again by going to our website, versebyverseradio, all one word, dot O-R-G, and clicking on the Message Archive tab and selecting today's date. You may order a CD of the entire three-part message given by Pastor Steve by calling Verse by Verse at 727-239-0306. Verse by Verse is a listener-supported ministry of Lakeside Community Chapel in Clearwater, Florida. If you have been blessed by this ministry, would you consider becoming a partner in its outreach by praying for it and sending a financial gift to help keep it on the air? Radio time is expensive, and it costs to have these programs produced. Your support is needed and greatly appreciated. You can give online by going to our website, versebyverseradio.org, and clicking on the Giving tab. If you wish to send a check to the ministry, mail it to Verse by Verse Ministries, Post Office Box 5884, Clearwater, Florida, 33758. That address again is Verse by Verse Ministries, P.O. Box 5884, Clearwater, Florida, 33758. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.